Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center Contact Center podcast. We try to give you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve the agent experience, hopefully improve your customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 600-seat uh, call center outsourcer located here in northwestern PA. How's everybody doing? As I'm recording this, it's the, uh, it's the week after Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a great holiday. Um, kind of back at the, in the grind after you know what I like to call call center Super Bowl, right, with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then that weekend in between. It's, it's, it's always really big for outsourcers, especially to have a lot of retail clients like, like we do. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, but it's a uh, it's been a, lot, a little hectic. It's always this time of year where I I start to either reminisce about the previous year um, and, and think about what episodes I want to do that that maybe has to do with that. But then I always think of how can I add more value. And I think you know one of the things that I've been discussing today on LinkedIn with a lot of different people is, and it came from an, being in that that top twenty five. Um, I see my thought leader. They they send out questions to us. Like once a month and just say, hey, can you guys answer this? And, and the question, you know, for for this month, obviously, being the end of the year is, hey, what are you know, what are some of the looking into your crystal ball? Some of the things that you you foresee happening or or some predictions you have for, for 2023 when it comes to the call center in, in context center operation. So, of course, that got me typing and thinking and, and I've had these thoughts in my head and, and kind of putting them on paper today, I think, you know, really will make a, a pretty cool episode for, for everybody. So I have three kind of predictions that I think I'm, I'm, I've set on. I've probably had about six or seven of them, but I think these three are, are things that I'm, I'm pretty adamant about. And you guys all know where I, I stand on AI, and I want to focus on AI because I, I probably downplay it too much, and it needs to be – becoming more front and center because I'm starting to really see it have an impact in, in how we do operations and and from a self-service model and, and also from, from how different things internally uh, really work within the contact center. So I don't want to get into chatbots and natural language processing because that's its, its own 42 episodes in itself. And, and again, I got to bring on some some really good guests that I, I think I have set up for, for 2023 for that we can go back and forth on where we see the the technology of where that is, the utility of it. Um, is it more of a frustration right now? I think we can have that conversation. But I don't want to. I don't want to do that today. I want to talk the, the. I guess the positive aspect from my perspective on on AI, um, and and really the three 
areas that I see it having a huge impact in the contact center, especially as we look at 2023. The first is agent assist. Agent assist is, is really something that I probably about two years ago, and that's how, how kind of new I think the technology was, at least for me. Um, and then in, in 2022, you know, having a bunch of people come on that were really smart in the space and, and, and really almost honestly just talked to me about it and really got me interested in it. So I've done a, you know, a lot of deep dives into, you know, agent assist, and I really see where this could have a huge impact and it's starting to already have a huge impact in, in call center operations. When, when you're really using the words, right, the, the transcription of, of a customer and then in, in real time, uh, you know, using AI to, to pull out different concepts and different things in, in, in kind of the path of an agent and, and where they can go with this and having kind of that big brother uh, right with them as they're on these calls. I, I think it's just getting better. I'm starting to see, and I'm not going to name names, but I probably can name names after the first of the year. There's a couple of really large telephony platforms that will be coming out with their own Asian assist product, right? There's a lot of third parties and we've had a couple on here with Balto with level AI, uh, but they're starting to see, you know, the, these, these large telephony CCAS platforms are starting to see it. So They've either developed their own. And, and one of the things that I see is I see a lot of these smaller third parties getting gobbled up, right? Because the technology that they've developed is really cool. And, you know, for a lot of these CCAS players, it'd be much easier and probably more cost effective if they went out and purchased this technology. But I think you're going to start to see that more mainstream um, in 2023. And, and a lot more contact centers are going to be looking to implement it. I think when you see a downturn in the economy as well, it's it's almost a recession-proof piece of technology, right? Because I think it can make you more efficient. I think it can you know, make associates more aware of cross-sell, upsell opportunities. And I think that there's there's a revenue path for that product. The other thing is just the kind of the the mother of all that product is the is just speech analytics. You know, I think in in 2023 you will start to see real-time analytics. I know it's kind of out there, but I think real implementation of of seeing calls and seeing calls like go south on a supervisor dashboard, right? That that, that your QA, I call it EQA, Expedia Quality Assurance, but your QA um, can hop on. So instead of having us to just try to, to listen to calls and, and, and see what's going on, to have a visual aspect of what's happening on calls, right? As they're, as they're really happening, right? To, to be able to tell if a customer is irritated as they're on the call um, and, and to give that supervisor some support or, or more, instead of kind of choosing that needle in a haystack to be able to go and, and hop on those calls and, and help those agents um, that, that may have that, that rough customer or help that agent that, you know, shows negative sentiment as well and maybe isn't having their best day. I think that's a, a really cool tool in, in something that, that you're really going to see. The other thing is we're starting to see tone get implemented more in analytics, right? So before we just had, you know, all the bubbles and all the trending keywords, super cool. Right. But the missing piece of this was always the tone. And that's so difficult to do. And I think AI is having an impact in being able to kind of tell what's actually happening with a trending keyword, positive or negative. And and because of this, I, I think I know I've been saying it for a while, but I really believe that 2023, you're going to start to hear more about sentiment scores than you're going to hear about NPS and CSAT. Not that they're not important, but I think you're going to start to see more of the technology take the piece of the QA and the scoring and the, the, the actual surveys that we're asking customers to take, you know, they're going to, they're going to start to go away. 
another aspect of, of that we don't talk about enough, and it's the what is happening with AI with the internal call center operations, right? You know, probably the number one way that AI is being used that no one talks about is workforce management, right? From the the amount of math and the amount of, of work that comes from a programming standpoint that AI can have a huge impact and is starting to have a huge impact is, is real-time forecasting, right? So, you know, getting down to schedule adherence, getting down to how many calls are actually coming in uh, into your call center or will be predicted to come into your call center. I think the technology with that is almost remaking um, what, what workforce management was and is having a huge impact in, in the contact center and, and making us better as an industry because the better that we can staff, the better that we can see where occupancy comes into play, the better that we can come to see where shrinkage comes into play, um, the better we can staff, the better our service levels are going to be. I think that's a, another, again, that's a huge piece of the, uh, of the AI pie. Now, the other thing that, again, I call it because, again, I, you guys know I use Nice CX one and they call it workforce intelligence. And AI is having a huge piece in this. And, and basically what this is is, is predicting cues, right? And moving agents in and out of skills, you know, based on predicted wait times, right? So they didn't happen yet, but the AI and the technology is predicting that whether the calls in the IDR or looking at workforce management, that this is a huge interval that's about about to happen, that it brings agents in, these reserve agents to take these calls, make sure that we maintain a service level and once the, that volume is starting to drop off to move them back into those other skills that they were in, you know, you see this a lot. You know, we don't like to talk about it, but a lot of times sales takes precedence and a lot of call centers over actual service, right? Because you want that revenue coming in. I'm not saying I agree with it, disagree with it, but, you know, we see that a lot where there is different skill levels for our clients based on those different skills, whether it's service or whether it's sales. And, you know, you can, if, if we see predicted wait times in sales, we might take those service agents, right? Try to sell those, get those customers, make sure that we maintain a service level of a, of a 90, 10 or an 80, 30 or whatever that is, and then, and then move them back. So, again, I think that's, that's really where you're starting to see the impact of AI, right? Not only just everybody talks about the, the assistance that it's, it's helping agents, but I think it's helping call center managers. It's helping us take things that we had to think about and doing it just so much faster and better than, than, than how we can do it. And you, you really start to see that when, when, especially like with us, when, when we see all these upgrades that are happening to workforce management, the, the forecasting tools are just so amazing. Now um, I love the workforce intelligence, right. To, to be able to, for, for us, for a client, almost guarantee a service level. Right. Because, you know, that you can bring people in before that queue actually hits. I think that those are, are really amazing tools. And, you know, again, you cannot understate the value of, of speech analytics. When you get into analytics, you kind of get, get into customer journey software and that kind of all ties. You know, analytics is really kind of the. The mother of all the newer technologies, right, it's the kind of the mother of all AI as well. Right. Because everything kind of as long as you, you understand what is being said on calls and you can understand the real time. There's so many amazing things that you can do from, from sentiment scores to keywords to uh, helping agents in, in popping information when, when the AI understands what is being said. So I think that there's, there's a lot that, that happens with, with analytics. And again, I think that that's a tool. 
especially we, we talked about this earlier when in a, in a recessionary era, you, know, you are looking, you know, probably again, I don't want to say you're, you're never looking at quality, but if you have to invest and you have budget, you're looking at things that I think can improve efficiencies, um, can give you insights more than, you know, maybe just, um, you know, just doing some, some of the, the cool things, right? So agent assist, I think can improve your bottom line. Um, Analytics and, I, and I've kind of went, gone back and forth. Is analytics important in this in this time period? I think we're starting to see, especially again with all of our retail clients, the amount of information that we can glean from analytics to give to our retail clients. Again, you always hear me use the phrase, you know, we can tell you that you know, for your new product, thirty six percent of the customers use the phrase "too expensive," you know, when they called in, or they talked about a a, a competitor that had a, a competing product that was that was lower priced that maybe we didn't know about. So there's a lot that I think that you can use technology for uh, to to enhance and to actually make it into a in, into a little bit of a profit center. Last thing I want to touch on that I think kind of goes with this in, in, in is the use of technology is the Frontier Airlines kind of saga. You know, again, as I'm recording this, it's uh, it's the 29th of November, and you know, about a couple of days ago, Frontier announced that they were going to no longer do voice, right? So there's no call center that you can call, right? Everything is being done through WhatsApp, through digital um, and all their social channels, chat. And the other thing is when you, uh, when you initiate a chat, the first thing is you're going to have a, to deal with a chat bot uh, that is going to quote unquote, supposed to be this, you know, panacea that's going to help. Again, I think that that's a huge mistake. Um, I have heard from a lot of different friends as I've been posting things on LinkedIn that, you know, there was a, they do have a BPO. It is offshore, and you know whether it's right or wrong that the BPO, you know, kind of didn't want to implement some of the the newer technologies, you know, because they thought that you know their seats would would go down and they wouldn't be able to, uh, the the revenue stream would be gone. And I think we're losing track again of of what technology is, especially what a BPO does. Our job is to support our clients and to support the customers the best we possibly can. If that means it's 150 seats, that's great. If that means it's 10 seats, that's great. I think that's why I love the boutiques, right? Because that's the mentality that we have. We're fine with a 10-seater. Um, if we can do the really cool technology to get our customer talking about us, I think that that's, that's huge. But I think that there is a place for technology. Um, I think that there is a place for self-service. I think there is a place for digital. There's a place for all these different things that people talk about. The problem is that we're putting all the eggs in one basket, right? Some customers want to just use digital, not, not use voice, um, some customers just want to use voice, don't want to open up other channels like chat. Like, I think those are mistakes too. But when you're forcing channels on customers, especially when you don't have voice, I think it's a, it's a really huge mistake. Everybody wants the option to use digital. Not everybody wants to be forced to use digital. And I, and I think you lose a, a large customer base, right? That is not as technologically savvy as, as some of us. Now, get granted, Frontier Airlines, I'm sure they're, I don't know, maybe it's a stereotypical having a, a younger demographic, but um, I still think that that's a, it's kind of a mistake, especially from what I'm hearing from friends too. They were under a hundred seats, right? So, you know, what, what you could do, what, what they could do even with a boutique from a technology standpoint and from a quality of service standpoint, um, you know, I think is, is something that they need to, to look at because maybe the short term, this will be fine, but over the long term. Now, this is going to be something that that uh, is going to be an issue. Now, maybe they're just trying to boost their profits too and be, boost their EBITDA because they're looking to be bought because they've been looking to be bought about 42 times by things like Spirit. Um, and, and I think there's a couple other airlines. But again, 
use technology where, where it's assisting your agents, where it's assisting your customers. Don't think that your technology is being just used as a cost savings. Not to say there's anything wrong with the cost savings. I'm just saying, don't say, don't say what it's not, right? right? If that's what you're trying to do, totally understand, totally get it. Come up with a plan and, and kind of figure that out. But don't act like, you know, this is actually better for your customers is what Frontier is doing too, which, you know, they're kind of trying to pull the wool over. So, all right. Well, that's kind of what I got for you guys this week. I hope that that helps. I hope that that's interesting. Um, a lot of things to think about when it comes to your budget for next year from the technology stack. If you have any questions, I'd love to help you with it. You know, I'm more than happy to kind of consult or, or you know, do some free stuff to, to talk to, to anybody who is a podcast listener to see if I can, you know, give you guys any value when it comes to some of the things that we're utilizing in our contact center right now and, and, and what would be the most because bang for your buck when it comes to uh, looking at 2023, which could be kind of a rocky, a rocky year. But again, I hope that, uh, I hope that helps you guys and uh, I'll talk to you all next week.